0: Good afternoon, all you Overlanders, off-roaders, part-timers, full-timers. We are excited that you're here. Thank you for listening to the Overland Philosopher. Michael from all over Overland and I will be talking about our trip to the rendezvous in the Ozarks 2020. But first, let's listen to a word from one of our sponsors. It was so good to see Aaron with Artemis this weekend. What a great friend. And he had cleaned out all the shelves out of the Artemis Overland Hardware store in Springfield, Missouri, and brought so much stuff. I came out of there with some Front Runner dinnerware, some Covea bowls, some BrewTrek coffee press, t-shirts and stickers, all the while Wes was cooking up some of his outdoor meals. It was unreal awesome. So thank you, Aaron, for doing that for everybody. Also winning the Best Vendor Ever Award while we were there. Very deserving. Check out ArtemisOverland.com or visit his store in Springfield today. Mark your calendars now. February 13th and 14th, 2021, the Midwest Overlanding and Off-Road Expo will be at the Ozark Empire Fairgrounds, Springfield, Missouri, February 13th and 14th, 2021. 80,000 square feet, over 100 vendors. You will not want to miss the first and best event of the year. More Expo, February 13th and 14th, 2021. Hope to see you there.
1: Overlanding is about exploration, rather than conquering obstacles. While the roads and trails we travel might be rough, they are the means to an end, not the goal itself. But what separates the men from the boys is how they rebuild their toys. Welcome to ExpeditionRecon.com. You'll find vehicle rebuilds, off-grid trailers, and Expedition Recon recommendations. ExpeditionRecon.com. Do more than just exist. It's not the normal side of things. It's all over Overland. Tune in Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central on Overland Radio.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the All Over Overland Radio Show. My name is Michael. We have Joey, the professor or the Overland philosopher. He has many aliases. Um, and then we have Lee. And then we have Lee. And we're, we're not real sure what Lee does. <laughs> Lee's the brains behind this this one he is hurt man you doing all right this is what happens
0: when you have a live show i mean it's it's truly
2: live i'm asking yeah i'm asking him who can you not hear it could be that i'm just so loud just lee they only hear you they only hear you. I asked, "Who can you hear?" Oh, really? Thank. Lee's kind of
0: running the deal. How can you not hear
2: Lee? Just Michael, Skip. Can you hear? Uh, this is so annoying. Can you hear Joey? Skip. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Skip? We hear. Can you? Everyone but Lee. Can you hear me All right, that's fine. We don't need Lee. That's totally hey, fine. Nope. Excellent. okay Love yeah it. this is actually better because we can make fun of him until yeah. he gets this fixed so chad <laughs> might be hmm. well that's that's annoying
0: that is annoying
2: But everybody can hear me. So until we get it fixed up, I'm just going to tell you my thoughts and my experience from the rendezvous until we can figure out uh, how to get them on. So we get there on Wednesday, Lee, like I said, was already set up. Uh, He said that he set up over there because he's a pilot and he wanted to be able to see the planes. And so it was really for him the best spot there could be. And for that, it really was. So if no one's been to birds, if you hadn't ever seen it, heard it, experienced it, They have like seven grass fields for bush pilots to come land on and they do touch and goes and crazy stuff. And it's just kind of fun to watch. Um, We got to talk to Zen a little bit um, when we got there and he was talking about having to walk um, in the field and, you know, check for potholes because a pothole can flip over a plane. Now that is a very important thing to say coming up later in this uh, radio show there's a story that goes with that but that first night we're sitting around the campfire and we hear and a bunch of scratching and clawing and stuff in the uh, tree line which is only probably about 50 yards away and we shine our flashlights over there and of course we got a fire going so we were not too worried but we shine over there and we've heard there's bear in there and and any and stuff like that so we were just concerned and then about 30 minutes later, we hear it again, and this time, we both come out with our personal protection devices and our flashlights, and we're going to check it out, and we're looking, 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 and down about 25 yards from where we were, an armadillo comes out. Now, there is no way an armadillo made all that noise, Um, so we still think there was something in there, but uh, yeah, that area is known for bear and uh, wild hogs and all that kind of stuff. So not real sure what it was, but uh, we weren't taking any chances, and we were ready to take something down. Someone asked if it was a bear, and you guys did have to take it down. How would you have decided who gets the uh, the the rug, the bear skin? And someone said, "Well." Someone else said, "Well, maybe." maybe whoever got the kill shot. And I said, are you kidding? Lee and I would have both emptied our guns out on that sucker. It wouldn't have been funny. So we wouldn't have known uh, which one. Um, <laughs> Laud, that's not very funny. Yeah, I'm the only one talking. Everybody else is my, Lee's got his mic on and and Joey. I don't know what Joey's doing, but I can't. I'm still him. here. I'm still, still here. There? Okay. He's still there. So if you can, now Joey can talk because you're just standing out. Yeah, if you want to, you want to add to this, and 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 we'll. Well, I wasn't there there during all
0: this. Y'all were sending me text messages and calling me and rubbing it in that I was having to work, and y'all were there uh, having. We were doing that
2: because no one else was there, so we were actually able to send out and receive messages. Now, as soon as ten people got there, that stopped because it was too much for the internet tower, um, the cell tower over there to uh, to hear. To, to i think the cell out. towers
0: made out of wood
2: over possibly there. and i think it got yeah. torn down and, and set on fire because uh we ran out of wood they had like a bunch of ricks brought in truckloads whatever you want to call it and uh they ran out but well, there was a lot of fires going so it was, got kind of cold at night um yep. but yep we our, our joey had one job one job yeah yep what was that job joey I, think they I was could, supposed you know. to bring Krispy Kreme donuts. And not just any kind of normal Krispy Kreme donuts. The most blah, blah Krispy Kreme donut I've ever had in my life.
0: Well, you, apparently you don't like lemon donuts. So they weren't I your favorite.
2: Yeah, no, they were not. They were not. So it's a regular like Krispy Kreme donut with a hole in the middle. And in the donut part, so in the ring, they fill that sucker with lemon. It's crazy. I never seen anything like it. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then you got there, and we got you all set up. And uh, what did we do Thursday? We just kind of hung out, didn't we? We didn't really do. Yeah, much. I
0: came in on Thursday morning, got there about ten o'clock, and set everything up. And then um, that afternoon, uh, we really didn't do much of anything. We just we just hung out around camp, and uh, people started pouring in like crazy. Uh, the line out front started getting long and everything started filling up around us. And, uh, it didn't take long where we didn't feel like we were the only ones out in the middle of this gigantic field. Uh, Actually, I do remember
2: someone, someone did something. I I think, uh, I think Lee did something on Thursday. Lee did.
0: (laughs) Well, we don't, we don't, I don't remember
2: what, what Lee did on Thursday. Now, now Lee. So if you can't hear Lee, this can even be a better story. Mm-hmm. Amelia decides that she wants to go back road driving and Lee says, okay, let's go. Now Lee's going out by himself in the forest and yeah. Lee doesn't really know his way around the forest. I would say that's an understatement. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you Joey? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, uh, he's, he doesn't know his way around that area. Very good. Once you get off the paved road,
2: I mean, I've been there many times and I still wouldn't be comfortable completely by myself because I'm not even a hundred percent or 75% proficient in, the what's open, what's closed now. I know you got your, your guy and it tells you and all that kind of stuff, but still. Um, I guess, I guess he decided that he was getting down a trail that was, uh, made for side-by-sides and not his truck Yeah, and decided to turn around. And luckily (laughs) I say, luckily, and I laugh some jeepers or I say jeepers, just some people were coming up behind him. Time
3: out, time out, time out.
2: out. Why are we timing out? Lee's trying to talk
3: because I think I got it figured out. And I don't want you telling it, making it sound like I'm a c- complete bubbling buffoon. <laughs> but go ahead, finish telling it. I'm a, I'll just inter- interject if if need be.
2: Oh, they can hear you now. Dang it. So so Lee, Lee's going the wrong way, turns around, and uh, gets behind this group of, uh, of vehicles um, to kind of follow them no, out.
0: He let them, he let them go by, and then he started following them, thinking that they were going out to the main road
2: yeah and they did but not they were not no they, my, were they were actually
0: doing a uh and in my
3: uh, defense, they were doing
0: a, uh, a trial period. run of a moderate trail run for the right. next day
3: right but in my defense i had a six-year-old and we were singing the months of the year song you know where you learn the months <laughs> of the year we were doing that and we were also singing out loud with the windows down Um, the, uh, the, the number song and uh, anyway, all the stuff she's doing in kindergarten. So we were singing the songs and I wasn't paying attention. They made a right. I should have stayed straight after that initial, right? About 300 yards down the trail. As we start to drop down the hill, I quickly stopped singing with Amelia and realized (laughs) that, ah, shit, (laughs) I can't back up, you know? I think, uh, yeah. So anyway, so anyway. I and followed. you were
2: basically on part of the trail that you had no intention on going down.
3: Absolutely zero intent on going down. I just happened to have my head up my ass at the moment. I was singing, wasn't paying attention. And about an hour later, we came back out. But we circled back around, and this is the part that I think is actually the funniest part, is that when we ended up down this trail, and I was looking at Gaia and, and you know all that stuff, I get to this part, and I actually get out to assess the drop-off and going down this, this trail. And I look at it, and I'm thinking, that's more for side-by-sides than it is my truck. But when I turned around there to leave, that's when all this you know started. So we end up back there. And, like, no big deal, man. They just go boop, boop, boop right down it. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm committed. I got to go now. And so I went down it. Didn't have any problems you know, went down it and, and then, um, but I did, I banged the, uh, I banged the front skid plate a time or two and I did hit the sliders a couple of times and so the trucks completely filthy and, but anyway, it was an adventure and Amelia was ready to go do it again.
2: Of course she was. Yeah. Yeah. So we're sitting there and, and Lee has been gone forever. Like to the point where yeah, Joey and I, about Joey, four, four Joey and I are starting to get worried. <laughs> yeah, because we'll hey, we about... we know he doesn't know his way around near enough to be gone that long.
3: Hey, I had I had my my InReach. I could have, and plus we actually had cell signal. Believe it or not, who
2: who were you going to talk to in an InReach? Are you hooked up with Joey?
3: You, I would have sent you a text. I can send you a text. Uh, we couldn't
2: phone. receive anything. We couldn't have gone out. We could have received, but probably not communicated oh, at all you,
3: well i got lots of people's phone numbers i just start sending random texts and said well, there you <laughs> go
2: so it was, was we're fine. sitting there and he finally pulls up and i want to say we had already eaten dinner but that may not be true it was it seemed really late and then he was like guys yeah. uh she's broke in <laughs> yeah 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 so we, was, we had to look around yeah, it was dirty, and we had to look around see if there was damage and all kinds of stuff. It was fun. I got a
3: couple of pinstripes on her. Hey, she's got a little bit. She got six thousand miles, and she's got some underbody or under the belly damage, I guess, if you will, or scuffs or ruffs or whatever. So it was fun. Who cares?
2: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we just had we just had a lot of fun. Um, what night was it that Connie showed up? Was that Friday? That was Friday. Okay, that was the so, next day. So,
0: yeah, Thursday night was when we were uh, just hanging out around the fire. A whole bunch of people came around. We started doing a podcast off the cuff, and and uh, we just had we just had a big time because everybody started showing up around our campsite. And uh, we probably had 15, 20 people around there at one time. It was, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. We were just sitting around there, and all of a sudden we hear off in the distance, where's the professor? And I was like, over here. And then everybody came over. And we just had a big time. Uh, some friends of mine from uh, Missouri and North Arkansas came over and we just talked and let it was them know a lot that they were being recorded. You know, yeah. and, and we just had a, we just had a good time around the fire that night. Boy, it was, it was getting pretty chilly. We all had our, had our coats out and had the fire going and it was, it was a great time. That's, that's kind of what the rendezvous is all about. It was fun.
2: They, uh, <laughs> that night, that night was cold. That night's sleep. Friday night was
0: a cold night. Friday night was a cold night. Didn't we have a little frost that morning when we got up? Yeah, we did. I remember waking up and seeing frost on the awnings.
2: Now, Chad just made Lee look like a biash Hmm. because he said, uh, wait until you almost rip your fender flares off.
3: (laughs) Oh, wow. Hey. Hey, in all fairness, I'm smarter than that
2: oh (laughs) man man that was one across the bow right there yeah 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 chad's
3: hey nothing like beating up your sponsor right
2: (laughs) yeah i tell you what you know i i knew that he had a little bit of damage but when i saw it oh i was hurting for him for chad i mean that was like wow yeah because we had seen it just before he had done that because he did that during the uh right after the rigs and coffee. So, um, ouch, just ouch. For yeah. Sure. Um, and then I don't remember what we did Friday, same thing, just hang out. Friday,
0: uh, Friday morning, we got up had had a little breakfast, had some coffee. And, uh, then we went up to visit, uh, around the vendors. Um, was that Friday? we started up around that was Friday. We went to the vendors for the first time. Uh, I was just before lunch. And uh, we heard that Artemis was up there, and they'd got there the night before, and had set up. And so we decided to go up there. And and first thing we we talked to was Frankie Post there at the oh. Overland Rentals. And
2: you and I and both uh, fell in love with his uh, Westphalia.
0: The Westphalia van is just pristine,
2: it's just beautiful. And it can it can be yours for two hundred dollars a night. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They it was a uh, they they got a pretty nice setup there for
2: their rentals it was it was really fun i mean it was kind of they have a they have a forerunner that you can rent and it has a rooftop tent they have the west folly you can rent and they have a trailer um that was there and i think they have other things on their website i think there's an opus that you can check out um or there soon will be um and there might be a couple other things but yeah definitely go check them out um yeah just kind of fun you know found out that uh that Frankie was a cigar aficionado and, uh, yeah. ran a really big, <laughs> really big blog about it, which I was like, what? <laughs> What's yeah. What's going on here? This doesn't sound right. Things don't add up. Yeah.
3: He likes to, um, trout fi- he likes to trout fish too. Fly fish.
2: Oh, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we got to see, I mean, we saw, we walked around and got to see everybody. There were, there were so many vendors, um, You know, go treads Treads was there. He's always funny cracks me up. His daughter was with him. And, um, and so it's nice to see being in a family business. It's nice to still see family businesses out there. And, uh, she actually works for Chick-fil-A. So she doesn't necessarily work for him, but it was nice to see. She was just out there helping, helping her dad. So, um, always kind of fun. Uh, and then we start eating food and that was it. Well, we,
0: we got to that point. And we noticed across the way that West was over there cooking, so we kind of made a beeline for Artemis right then and and uh, had to get over there to to uh, see what West was cooking. We skipped about fifteen vendors.
2: We did get distracted by there. the Quigley the Quigley van, though.
0: Okay. Yeah the uh, the Quigley van was was pretty amazing for a company that takes just regular vans and makes lock uh, triple locked uh, four wheel drive vans out of these, uh, out out of whatever you have, or you order one from them. That was, that was a pretty neat deal.
2: I was impressed to hear that they have a qualification process. If you don't buy a brand new vehicle, um, they, they want, they want you to bring it in and they have some, uh, parameters that it has to fit in before they'll take on a build, which just lets you know that they're not going to throw it on something that it doesn't need to be on. Um, they're going to exactly. make sure the frame doesn't have any rust, that it's structurally sound. So it sounds like they'll take care of you. Somebody, let's see who is. Skip asked, what was your favorite new product at the rendezvous? Lee, let, we'll let you go first.
3: Chad had Step 22 stuff there. I just dig it. Yeah,
2: it was cool. It was pretty cool. That was cool. Uh, it, between it was that
3: cool. and those uh, those aluminum um, skillets, uh, the little aluminum pants. I can't remember who makes them now, but but that Step 22 gear. Uh, we're gonna have that guy on here for too long, and uh, that's
2: some impressive stuff. Right on, right on. How about you, Joey?
0: Well, uh, didn't actually get to see one because they sold all of them in the first thirty minutes.
2: Uh-oh, I know where you're uh, going. Being there,
0: but the Dometic, i uh refrigerator with the ice maker. I really wanted to see one, what they looked like, but by the time we got there, they had already sold them all. So, um, that would have been that would have been pretty neat to see. Uh really liked the uh um all the all the different trailers that were there. The Kimberly campers, first time I'd ever seen those. That was really what I was looking forward to seeing. Uh the one I that actually goes up and, and goes out and, and and they were neat. Um the price point is way out of my price range. So once I found that out, I was I was, you know, just moving right along. But they were they were pretty neat. Uh, that was, yeah. There was a lot of stuff there to see. New rack systems, the new bison campers were really cool.
2: Yeah, um, I think that one's mine. Yeah.
0: The as bison far as a
2: new product, out. as far as something new that we haven't seen before, um I, I think it was the the bison camper. Drew with them with bison is, is uh super cool. Um talked to him a couple times. And you know, I if they made one for the frontier, I'd think about it. Mm. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, they were neat. I like how they have different options where you can, they'll they'll fully outfit them, or you can get one that's gutted and fill it in yourself. Uh, it's it's yeah. pretty neat how how they do that. I like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And la Lod, a camper guy, and he he just said he thought it was pretty slick too. So um, yeah, it well, was it was pretty cool. Claude knows some stuff. <laughs> Brian said, "Best new product, definitely apple rum." I've got to say, that might just have to tip the scales right there because that tasted like candy.
0: Yeah, the, the Captain Morgan apple sour apple was uh, pretty. Yeah,
2: good. it was pretty good. He was
1: pretty good. I have to give him props for that. <coughs> one.
3: Time yep. for a whiskey shot and a commercial, oh whiskey shot and Get a commercial drink. break. We'll be right back.
1: When it's time to go off the grid, you need the right gear. I'm talking premium gear for your overlanding obsession. Overland Addict has you covered. Navigation, fridge and freezers, storage solutions, recovery. Overland Addict. Awnings, lighting, roof racks, rooftop tents, patches, stickers, and apparel too. Overland Addict. And to say thank you to our military and first responders, a special discount awaits for you at overlandaddict.com.
2: And we're back. All right, yeah, we're back, and so we made it over to Aaron's. Like, you know, um, that's kind of where we were in that process, and and I was worried that my fridge wasn't going to be there. Like, I was sick to my – we had talked about it for two days, and uh, yep. I was we, worried. We heard rumors. We heard rumors. We heard rumors it was gone, yeah. and it was sold. So, <laughs>
1: it was I was like, oh,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, I was like sick to my stomach. And for those of you guys that don't know, it's an Engel – drawer slide fridge and it was going to be perfect for what i'm kind of trying to do with a frontier and aaron had one i called him i said bring it to the rendezvous and so i was nervous and yeah i saw him and he goes hey i've got it and i was like okay cool now i'm good so then i just started picking up all <laughs> kinds of other crap yeah, i i got, got i got a rug um and i got the front runner utensil set up and uh i'm pretty excited I think those are going to be uh you know I didn't use the utensils but I definitely used the rug Threw that out in front of the in front of the tent and it now matches my new tent perfectly.
1: Yeah. Okay, that yeah. was the, the
2: I I, I did I get a actually, new tent.
3: Okay, good. I wanted to know if that transition had actually uh happened or transaction. No, oh yeah, cuz you were gone. Yeah, I'll tell you.
2: That. Yeah. So matter, uh so we we got those things, walked them down, picked up the truck, came back and And Joey helped me put the truck in the back or the fridge in the back of the truck and, and, uh, you know, got to see, you know, Chris and, you know, a bunch of other people. So, uh, Chris Holloway with, with more, uh, Expo. And, uh, there's a story to that. And I'm just going to go right to that story. So, what was it? I guess Thursday night? Thursday night. Chris. It was,
0: it was that night.
2: Yeah. Chris comes rolling in and, and he sees, you Late. know, Joey's truck and he sees, or Joey's FJ and he sees my truck and my tent. And so he parks next to me and he's putting a tent out and it's dark and, and I'm not, we're all in bed. We're all sleeping. And I hear all this rustling. So I roll down my window, unzip it, you know, and he goes, Hey, Michael. And I don't say anything. Michael, come have a beer. And I said, Nope. Cause then I, <laughs> then I knew who it was. And I zipped it back up and went to bed. Well, that morning, <laughs> that morning I get up and he's got a orange Gazelle T4. I've got the yep. green one. And I yep. tell him, mm, I do like that orange. I wanted the orange. They didn't have the orange when I you know, ordered this one. So they got the green. And he goes, that's funny. He goes, I wanted the green and they didn't have it. So that's why he got the orange. And that was all that was said. So we spent this whole... Friday going through the, through the vendors and whenever yep. I get back, we're all sitting there and we just kind of all go, you know, what would be funny if we switch those tents out? Cause I was telling him the story about how he wanted the, the green and I wanted the orange. So we take yeah. everything out of both tents yep. and we switch the locations of these tents and we put everything back and we almost did it perfectly. There was yeah. one little hiccup, but what's funny is that that hiccup didn't even get him. So it's getting dark and Lee, Joey and I are up at Artemis having dinner and Lee's down with some people at the campsite and they're kind of hanging out there and Chris leaves. And I was like, well, crap, he's left. I'm not going to get to see his face when he sees the tent. So I was a little upset about that, but what can you do? You know, you can't control yeah. that. And he tells me, so I see him later and he goes, Michael, I felt like I was in the twilight zone. I show up, I go in there to, you know, kind of move some things around and I'm in my tent. And I feel like everything feels a little too perfect. Like things are put together just perfectly said, but I've kind of been on lately. So maybe that happened. And then his duffel bag was underneath his cot. And he was like, "Mm, I don't remember that but that's possible that that could happen. You know, I mean, it's very likely that I could have put that under there and just forgot that I did it. The problem was one of the straps to the duffel bag was underneath the or the leg of the cot. And he was like, I know I didn't pick up the cot and put it underneath the, or in the strap. Now remind you, these two tents are different colors and he still hasn't figured it out. Come to find out, Chris Holloway, is colorblind. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, imagine, imagine the luck we had there.
2: Yeah. So so he's still messing around in, in there, and he's trying to figure it all out. And there is a major difference between my tent, the green one that I had, and the orange one. The pockets on the side in the inside are different sizes. So the one that he had, the orange one, has big, huge pockets. Mine has littler pockets. He easily put his jacket in the big pocket of the orange one the night before, and it was freaking him out that he wasn't able to do that in this one. Like, he was still like, (laughs) this just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And he tried to tell me at first that that's where he figured it out, but he confessed later that he was still kind of tripped up by it. And then he went outside and got a flashlight And was looking at each tent with a flashlight to, I guess, see which shade of gray it was. So he could figure out if that was a green shade or a orange shade. And I guess you guys at the campfire were laughing and that's when he figured out. Yep. That's when I remembered that we had had the conversation that you wanted the orange one and I wanted the green one. So spent a couple nights in the tent. They're both pretty much the same other than the pockets and, uh, And it ended up, I'm going to fast forward just a little bit, just to finish this story. Um, Saturday night, Chris partied just a little hard and got to his tent late. And I was nervous because I was like, I want to leave by noon. And I don't want to stay around until he decides to wake up sometime in the afternoon to switch tents back. So I just said, screw it. I'm going to take the tent with me. And we had kind of talked about possibly trading tents after the whole, you know, um, prank had been done. Um, but I was like, you know, I don't feel like, eh, you know, that's your sister's tent. And he was like, she only uses it once. But so I tore it down, put it in the truck. And he said that, that, that works, you know, and let's just do this. He stuck his hat out of his tent. And, uh, and I said, you know what, it really kind of makes the story better because you're going to go home with a different colored tent. And I said, Chris, don't say anything until somebody mentions that you have a different colored tent, even if it takes a while and he thought that was pretty funny. He was like, yeah, that's a probably a pretty good idea. Um, but it's just going to be funny to see what his family thinks of him coming home in a different color tent. And I had talked to him on um Monday and he said that he hasn't unloaded the truck or anything, so um the Jeep so nobody, you know, nobody's the wiser yet. So it'll be interesting how that happens. But super funny. I guess now he's saying he's going to get me back He's trying to get people involved, and I'm not going to know when it happens or whatever. So, and, and um, as your
3: friend, I know what he's going to do, but I'm not telling you.
2: I really what do. is it? I'm not telling what is you. Oh, what what is it?
3: What no. a great friend! I know. Right? So here's
2: here's here. I'm going to throw this out already. Nothing here's ba- what it's I need.
3: Nothing bad. It's nothing. It's it's just it's kind. Of, I think it's funny, and it's not going to be like. Embarrassing or anything like that. It's just funny.
2: Here's here's what I think should happen next rendezvous. I need somebody to come there with a crane, and I want to put Chris's jeep on top of some on top of something, like on top of a building, <laughs> on top of a storage container. Why don't I think just, that's what. Why don't we just? I think that's Chris, what we should. Why don't should
3: we happen. just get Chris drunk? And when he's passed out, we slide his tent on a platform and we swing him up on the crane and let him sleep there. And when he wakes up the next day. Oh, I love that. As long as he doesn't stumble out Oh, he'd kill himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'd
2: kill himself. Yeah, he probably would kill himself. Yeah, that probably would happen. Well, we but anyway, block him in. He, I have he a, did get
0: I, you back, uh, Michael, he did get Oh, you back, he did uh, get uh, me back.
2: Morning. Yeah. Saturday morning. He wanted somebody to come sit with him at his booth and uh so i'm sitting with him and we're there for about an hour and he goes hey uh i gotta i'm gonna go check on something i'll be right back three hours later he never showed back up (laughs) so so i closed down his his booth and walked off and he was like man thanks for sitting there he's laughing but he did he was walking around buying buying stuff from every vendor to put in a box that he was giving away for the vendor giveaway. I thought that was pretty dang cool. That was a pretty neat giveaway. That was that was definitely one of the prizes I wish that I had won. That I didn't I didn't win anything. Did you win anything, Lee? You didn't have a ticket. Joey, did you win anything? I did, I didn't win a thing. I don't like that we can't see Joey. What's going on with this? You put your phone on the dash. You didn't want to hold it anymore. Yeah. Is that what it was? Okay, I'm good. Yeah. I don't have to see you anymore. That man. Okay, thank you. That was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the vendors were awesome, you know, walking around and talking to everybody. And um, I think I got I think i have got a quite a few people um, not nailed down on a date, but that are going to come on the radio show in the future. So I was getting names and numbers and, you know, and, and talking to people. So I think we're going to have uh, quite a few people um, on future radio shows so that's going to be nice and uh what did you you now lee you bought something what did you get
3: what did i buy oh i bought one of those rugs
2: i don't remember what that all about
3: oh i bought the uh um, yeah i was
2: about to say you wore it proudly like a like a brand new baby
3: uh i brought i bought a uh, chest rig from switchback outdoor and it's it's not like a, a plate carried chest rig but it's more like a <laughs> somebody described it was that you michaels it was like a fanny pack but for your chest but yeah anyway, it was a
2: booby it was a booby yeah. pack
3: yeah it's a great place to keep your concealed <clears throat> pew pew and um it's just personal like, protection device yeah and um and uh, I was listening to Aaron talk about this thing. It was pretty fascinating. He he wears his when he's out on the trail because he keeps uh, a small trauma kit. He keeps his uh, his uh, bang bang pew pew personal protection whatever you want to call it. And um, but he also keeps his radio and uh, and on it. And so when he gets out of his rig, if something was to happen, he has you know communications and he also has some first aid. For me, I'm not what you would call shaped proportionately to carry very comfortably. I mean, I can, but it's not always that comfortable. And uh, even Chad and I had this conversation about it. So this allows for it um, you to keep your um, bang, bang on your chest. Uh, I don't want to say too much because obviously when we put this on YouTube, it may... um, get strikes against it but anyway
2: so yeah you can't I, say certain words yeah you can't say so words.
3: so anyhow i like it but i'm gonna say this and chad will have to tell me what the name of that thing is but chad had a deal for his uh, his that covers the uh the trigger and it was just uh, i don't know it wasn't even like a holster it was the coolest thing i I honestly hadn't seen one but anyway those are really the only things that i bought there um i was told that i wasn't supposed to spend a whole lot of money so and what
2: little what little knife did you have in it chad was saying he liked it
3: oh that was my um hang on let me grab it let's see if i get it here and he
2: said it's an mic holster that's so it's it. a mike holster
0: mick holster
2: yeah. that's mike
0: don't don't bend around too far there big daddy
2: yeah we don't want to we not want to hear a scream and hear and hear a pie there he goes oh,
0: that
3: was a bench <laughs> made
2: yeah the made. yeah benchmarks are cool so
3: it's a bench made this is it it fits in the bottom when you pull it out, are
2: you are you showing everybody on the radio? Oh, I'm showing
3: it yeah. on the video. I'm showing it on the video because on eventually it will be on there. But, but this is the bitch made, and and and
2: it fits. That is wicked cool, dude. So I hadn't a, seen that. That looks like a pig sticker.
3: It's on the it, bottom, and the idea is you carry it on the bottom of the bag, and you can just.
2: So what it is? It's got a hole. It's got a hole in the uh That's in the a end of it. Hole. So you can. I was about to say it was a finger hole that you can stick your finger in. And it's like a little, man, it looks wicked.
0: It's it a, looks like a shank I used to get out of the,
2: it does look like a, a shank, yeah,
3: it's all, that's all it's made for, but it's on the bottom of the bag and it's concealed out of the way. So you don't even see it. Um, and so I can lay my hand right there and have my finger right in the edge of the hole and pull it out. And it, it immediately becomes a defensive weapon.
0: Excellent i like
2: that right on right I like on. That. let's see was there a question i was thinking there was a question but maybe not maybe it's just you had a question anyway, anyway
3: the the mick holster thing that chad had you guys need to go look at this thing because it's it is a problem solver for guys who were built like me with a slight overhang <laughs>
2: It's a, you know what? You don't have an expensive car in the garage. You don't have an expensive car sitting on the driveway. You have to have a garage to cover it up. So yeah, it's it's his garage.
0: Keep keep thinking that.
2: Yeah. Keep thinking that. That's what I keep saying. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I can, we'll, we'll, we'll stick, keep away from that. I
3: like, I like function.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Something else was pretty funny. Um, so the, uh, the cafe there at birds makes a possum pie. And I love the possum pie. And Connie was like, I'm not eating possum. Oh my gosh. So funny. And then Jenny, Joe has this whole spiel that she gives when somebody asks what's in possum pie. And she talks about how the meat's prepared and how they have to find the right possum and, you know, all these different things like goes in this really long. The cheese that goes with the meat. Yes. (laughs) And so Connie like believes her because yeah. she's pretty. I mean, Jenny Joe's funny and, but she's got it. She's, she could be a comedian. Cause this was like, perfect. I'm rolling. Cause I know exactly what possum pie is. And so they called to the cafe and, uh, had two slices reserved for me because the possum pie goes quick. Went and got the possum pie and she's still saying she ain't going to have it. And then she sees it and she's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it looks really good yeah and uh and it's amazing so they joey and her shared that one and i ate mine and i went into sugar cat crack it was man Yeah, i was not good after that
0: it was it was good but it was
2: it was a good pie i like their pie yeah
0: we uh we uh definitely got cold that night um that night was a much colder night than the night before so we were we were all huddled up around the fire and we actually went to bed pretty early that night. But uh that was the night that uh that we did all the switcheroo with the tents and I went down and saw Mason from Blue Line and and he was telling me about how freaked freaked out that uh he was about the tents and said it was like the Twilight Zone going on and he didn't know what was going on and that was pretty cool. But yeah, we turned in pretty early that night.
2: Yeah. We you guys went to bed early every night. Well, we were, we were tired. I don't know what you're talking about. That was the night that uh, the Defender showed up.
0: Yeah, that was the Friday night Defender So up.
2: Chris and I decided, decided to go um, sit with the Africans. And, uh, and so we're sitting there, and uh, they said that their mom, Jeff said that his mom was driving uh, Defender, the brand new Defender 110. And they were a little concerned because she should have been there three hours ago. And so they're like, I don't know what's going on. She should have been here a long time ago. Well, turns out that Google earth, Google map, whatever it is, whatever she's using to, to navigate two birds, took her on a trail. And from what I understand, not an easy one. Cause she had to like stack rocks. And if you've ever seen the new defender in person lifted all the way up in the air, that had to be a pretty bad trail because this thing looks more than capable. I was blown away when it pulled up at midnight (laughs) that it, that it was as big as it was, you know, I thought it was going to be more like grand Cherokee size or, you know, somewhere in that, you know, a a four runner size, something like that. It's bigger than the 200 series. Um, It's is it is it Sequoia big man? It's getting close. It's yeah, it's, it's close. that
0: big and it's tall. I couldn't even hardly see over the hood.
2: Yeah, well, he had it raised up all the way to the, the the highest height, or she did because she was on this trail. Now we're looking at it, and we got flashlights out because it's dark, and we see pinstriping all down the side of this brand new Defender one ten. And I'm just like, oh. oh, she ripped. She ripped some stuff off the bottom. Um some of the soundproofing got ripped off where she was dragging. She she was pretty worn out. She was like, uh, I'm want something to eat and I'm going to bed. And I wonder
0: if it was the same trail that Chad ripped his fender off on.
2: Man, I don't know. Ouch. <laughs> I don't know. Man, it could kind of, be that
3: kind of stings a little bit. It Oof, does sting just
2: a little bit. I almost um, felt it myself. What was really cool was that the next morning for the vendor booths um Chris Holloway somehow you know charmed his way into having that park right in front of his booth and what I loved about it sitting there because I worked the booth that morning for Chris by yourself (laughs) was yeah pretty (laughs) much by myself so I got to talk about I got to talk about the more expo to people and the new defender to people and what was awesome was they left it unlocked so we just let people jump in and out of it (laughs) that's awesome And uh, people would look at it and say, like, oh, no, you can jump in. It's open. You know, is it yours? And I was like, nope, not mine. But I know that it's unlocked. And uh, and people were blown away. I mean, I don't think anybody walked away going, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't drive it. In fact, there were people that were like, I thought it was going to be a total piece of crap. And this thing is damn wicked cool. Um, I heard several people talk about buying it, especially whenever they found out the price. So this one is not what you would call probably Americanized. It's more Africanized, meaning that it's more function than it is the little bells and whistles. So it's just above the base that you can buy. The base starts at 53,000 and this one was at 56,000. So it's, it's in an affordable range for most people. Most people could probably pull that off. Now, I there's no way I'm pulling that off because I'm cheap. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, me, but, too. me too. But it was pretty cool, and it is something that later on down the line I would have to put on my consider list.
0: I think it was uh, the steel wheels really set it off. That makes, and, it,
3: that makes it old school looking. But I'll yeah. tell you, yeah. here, here's something to consider. Go on the YouTube and watch the TFL guys. They bought that exact same one. With, I mean, it looks like they're specked out identical, really. And and um, theirs has they've had it for, I think ten days, and it's been in the shop for seven of the ten. Oh been, wow! Been, well, it is a Land Rover. It's been back twice. Yeah. it's either yeah. been in twice or three times. They took it out and went on one trail, and the engine light came on. They took it in, supposedly got fixed. They drove it out, and then had another issue. So had it, oh none of the cameras would work. So then they took it back and then they, anyway, so I think it's been in the shop uh, three times. So I think it's been there like seven out of 10 days or seven out of 14.
2: Well, so, I always say you never buy the first year.
0: Never yeah, buy the
3: first. Let, let them work the bugs out. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I think it really is a a cool rig. and
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, mean, if if mean that's, that's obvious. obvious. If, uh, if you talk to the South Africans and, and by the way, when my says africans he means south africans for those out there who might easily get offended um but the south africans say uh about the land rovers like people no do flag. about Jeep. You better be a good mechanic if you own one so that's that's kind of the trend
2: yeah it was it was really really cool and it was nice to see and you know it was fun that it was parked there and it was dirty and dusty and it, it you know connie obviously hadn't gotten a hold of it um, because the wheels, <laughs> the tires were the tires were dirty. Yeah, they were not polished. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and Connie, love you to death. Thank you for taking care of me when nobody yes. would. Uh, dude, dude, that's nothing more I,
3: than lost puppy dog syndrome. She just, I really
2: appreciate it. Well, maybe so. It was funny at one point. You know, they they call they're starting to call me uh, Hooch the Mooch, um, because because <laughs> if, you, if you got your if you got your can out. And you're done and you're done cooking. Why am I going to get my camp stove out? Why would I just you, go and use the one that's already do you out? have
0: one? Do you even have one?
2: You know, I did not take one. <laughs> <laughs> I had my single burner but I didn't take my camp stove. But I did cook. I did cook for Lee that first night cuz we had hamburgers and sausage. And I put a grate on top of my blue sky fire pit and it worked perfectly. Um in fact, I think we used it another time or two. Um It really but, yeah.
3: does. I, I have to say that when you get a good bed of coals in that thing and you get some good wood in it or charcoal or whatever, it, it or is, pellets. Uh, yeah, it's it's real efficient and it does a yeah. really good job.
2: Yeah. And uh and I'm I thought bed. it was
0: funny that y'all used your <laughs> your uh fire, my fire pit, pit, pit as to the cook. cooker and my cooker as the fire pit.
2: Well, we wanted you to be able to break in the cooking.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah.
2: yeah. That was what we were well, thinking.
3: I knew it needed to be seasoned and all that, so it it wasn't like, you know, you were going to season it right there. So, And we did end up cooking on your new cooking kettle. We did. We did and, several times, and, actually. And that tri-tip I put on there well, it was pretty daggum good. Yeah, yeah I'm still eating good. on it.
2: What? I am I'm still eating on it. Wait a minute. Well, you,
3: huh? Yeah. He took the leftovers because I didn't want them.
0: I I got the tip. I didn't get the try part. I just got the tip. Wow. Just because wow. Lee said the tip is all you get.
2: So, <laughs> yeah. so oh, it's dang. funny. So so they think that you know they they make and part of it's true. Don't get me wrong. I make camp look easy. I will admit it. Yeah.
3: I yeah. Man, that's I like, have that, a way like, that needs to be on like a. A Christmas card. <laughs> I make not look easy and have a picture of you.
2: And and it got to the point where we were tearing down. And I borrowed to make it even sound easier. I borrowed uh, Joey's cot and his air mattress only because I wanted to try out the Oz tent cot. And is that an Oz? Is that an Oz air mattress or is that another brand? It's a
0: it's a River Gum brand, but it's made by Oz Tent. Yes. I tell you space.
2: what, both of those things together, I slept like a baby. It was, yeah. I appreciate it for letting me try that out. That's something I'm going to have to look into. But Our when it came Chris to- Chris
0: Holloway has the same exact- He uh, does have setup. the same
2: one. We know that because we moved them from tent to tent. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> it was funny. I was standing inside the orange one receiving- What? Well, no, no, no. What was the deal? We were taking stuff out and and we were helping stuff come out of that tent- Chris's tent. And I was like, man, this is weird because it's the same exact thing. Yeah, um, we shouldn't
0: even have taken the uh the bedding out because nah, it's exactly the same. Yeah.
2: Just switch the sleeping <laughs> bags. That's <laughs> yeah, too funny. So but yeah. but it was the last morning, and you know, and this isn't my stuff, and I don't wanna I don't wanna do anything to mess up this. You know, I don't mind folding up the cot, but uh, you know, I just want to make sure that the uh the mattress was rolled up and, and aired down the way it was supposed to be. So I had Connie. I was having Connie help me. And you know how that is. Connie kind of takes over and kind of does it. Yeah. And so I'm sitting on the bed of my truck, just kind of kicking my legs and Connie's in there and Lee looks over at me and not in a, not in a like condescending or or making fun of me kind of way. He was really like, Holy crap. How do you do this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How do you make camp look so easy? Like you, you definitely have a gift for that. So I've decided next year I'm not gonna take food.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm not I taking any food. Well I think, I'll I think, think it'll right. work out well for you. I think I'll be all right. I think I'll be all right. And especially. he
3: needs to wear a t shirt that says homeless and hungry.
2: Homeless and hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm probably gonna get a shirt that says don't feed the hooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't that probably
2: now is gonna happen that I said it out loud. So um yeah. It was, it was a good time. You know, we, uh, we had helped Joey and I, cause we didn't know where Lee was. We helped uh, Aaron at Artemis tear down because there was a chance of rain coming in. Um, storms were supposed to be there all the next day. And I think it rained for like two minutes. Um, yeah. But we helped uh, get Aaron's camp taken down and then we couldn't find Chris. And, you know, we knew that his his camp needed to be, or not camp, but their, their booth area. So we ended up taking Chris's booth down, too, and taking it over to him. So um, it, was, it was a good time. I mean, it's all community thing. Um, Randy Putt puts on a really good event. You know, his staff um, is, is awesome. I got to talk to Brad quite a bit. And, uh, and just I just have a lot of fun when I go. I was really concerned and worried with the way that it had been growing the last couple of years that it was going to get to a point where it was just going to lose its charm and i've got to say i really feel and i you know and and this is just me speaking but i really feel that it still had that same charm i really feel like yeah like i got to see people that i hadn't seen before and get to talk to them for a little while and and you know the booths and you know some of the same vendors with a bunch of new vendors so it was really nice to kind of to kind of see that um, and experience that so hats off to the natural state overland staff for pulling it off. I think they did really good and I can't wait till next year. I'm ready. Yeah, me either. So Uh, I think it was
0: fun. Hats off to Randy for, uh, taking the chance and not canceling the event like everybody else did. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think, uh, everybody owes him a big pat on the back for that because when all the expos shut down prematurely and, and even the guy from Dometic said that that was the first event that they had been to all year. And there were some awesome prizes. I don't know the dollar amount that was given out this year, over $40,000 worth of prizes. Uh, Randy said there were over 600 rigs there. There were several thousand people there. And, uh, but with the, they still carried on the same traditions that they had always done. They still did the trail rides, they still had a lot of classes that you could take. Um, they moved everything to a bigger, uh, space so everybody could spread out and and social distance and and all that other bull crap that we're having to do but but it was it had a, it still had the same feel it still had the same um uh, uh family atmosphere because everybody was there uh, you could still walk around and look at all the different rigs you could still walk around and see all the vendors but you could still feel that it was a little more spaced out to try to cover all the regulations that they that they had to abide by, uh, during this time. But it was, uh, it was an amazing event, uh, just as always. And I know those guys worked really hard to make sure it was still that way. And, uh, I think everybody that was there really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. It seems like everybody had a good time. Hey, we have, we have a uh, comment in the chat that I have to discuss because, uh, I think Joey's going to laugh if he hasn't. Oh, no, he doesn't. He can't see it because he's just on his phone. So I'm going to let Joey decide who this is. Um, but I, it says, Michael, dot, 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 do like I do, dot, 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 Taco Bell cheesy bean and rice burritos.
0: Yeah, well, Brandon. <laughs> you Brandon think you make camp look easy. Thing. He can eat the same thing for days and days and days and days, but uh, it, the
2: rest of us aren't quite like that. Well, and he's and he's heating he's heating these Taco Bell burritos up by his engine is what I heard.
0: Yeah, yeah, sits him on his engine.
2: That that's an extra level of of something else right there. Yeah, he's special. Know. Did
3: you see what Watts posted right underneath that?
2: Well, this is Watts we're talking about. No. What he oh, posted? Yeah, sorry.
3: yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Did oh, where he's he, the
2: stuff that he sent, sent to me to is the, addressed to yeah, Chaden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, has me cracking up. So so he sent me a couple of led lights for the interior that have totally changed the inside of that uh frontier that i have and then he sent me some uh some spacers for the for the front end for the suspension so i appreciate that a lot like that's a brother to me now and uh and yeah so everything he sent me said hooch hiding on it and it had me rolling every time i got a package (laughs) so funny so very funny um But yeah, overall, it was just a really fun event. Um, like I said, I can't wait to go next year. My only disappointment is that I didn't get to uh, bump into January cross because I heard it was epic. Um, the people that told me they saw her, (laughs) that's all I heard was her name the whole weekend. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, January cross you'll just, you'll have to look her up. Let's just put it that way. I think she's pretty easy on the eyes and, uh, So, uh, and there was, yeah, people were just like, yeah, it was a good time. Um, what did you guys, so, I mean, Lee, what did you feel about the rendezvous? What, how'd you walk away?
3: You know, I spent probably more time hanging out with my kid in camp and letting her play with the other kids, which I thought was pretty cool that, you know, there's other kids around there, but the rendezvous, the event itself my my biggest takeaway from the whole thing was one is Randy then put on a, a a fantastic event, but Birds needs to step up their game. Birds needs to yeah. allow online registrations and people be able to pay with a credit card and print off their registration so when they get there, they can just show it to the person and go on in. That line yep. an hour out to the highway and then down the highway waiting is ridiculous because they wanted to take cash now i understand the reasoning behind that Again, get well
2: it. nobody was informed ahead of time
3: i saw a post where it said bring cash
2: oh did it yeah
3: okay. I, I did see some posts but the the thing about it is yeah, look nobody's gonna wanna i say nobody a lot of people are gonna be you know frustrated about that and i hope that they voice that to birds birds has a great facility in a great place and, and, and if I could just give them one piece of advice is let people register for their camping online and pay for it and print off their registration so that when they get there, they could just show it and go on in because that was mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, Other than that, the only other thing I'd have to say is that there was a horrible parking issue. So it was hard to get through, Um, you yeah. know, but that wasn't Randy's fault. So, yeah.
2: And I, and I wish there was some way to not have the side-by-side guys there. At all. I I would, I think that the, that natural state's gotten big enough. I don't know why it's not able to be blocked off for the whole event. They block the, they block birds off for, for other events. I think it's getting, and I don't know, maybe there's a number it has to reach. Um, But, uh, but yeah, so, so back to the, the talking to Zen and walking the airfield and finding the holes um, it was uh, how, what was that? Was that Friday? Friday night, Saturday night, yes, Saturday, Saturday night. night, Saturday night, um, right before it got dark, there was still light outside. No, you're
3: we right, had, it was Friday night. It was Friday night. You're yeah. right. Yeah,
2: I was thinking it was Friday night. There was a uh, a a gray four door side by side with big tall knobby tires. I mean, this thing was probably like seven foot tall um, when you stand next to it. At least it seemed that way.
3: They were paddle tires and, for sand.
2: Yeah, and he goes in the middle of the runway. And he floors it and does rooster tails, all four tires for probably a hundred yards. I mean, and maybe even longer. And so I got pissed and I yelled and I started walking that way. And Connie was like, Michael, Michael, get back here, which was good (laughs) because I don't know if I had the energy to walk all the way over to where they were camped and then beat that guy's ass. That was a um, long
0: way over
2: there. <laughs> it was kind of a long way over there. I was a little yeah. ambitious whenever I started walking <laughs> off that way. Um, but anyway, I found Jenny Joe and told her about it. And she called Pam and Pam asked me to come to the guard shack, so and went down to the, you know, the little gate where they check in. And I told her what I'd seen. And and I, for one, it's not just it was a side by side. If it was anybody, I would have said something because I needed to let them know in case there were going to be any planes that wanted to land at that airstrip. I didn't want there to be any kind of damage or someone getting hurt because all it takes is a hole. And, uh, and Zen said, one of those planes could easily flip over. And uh, so it was a safety issue to me. Um, Just happened to be a side-by-side guy. So that kind of worked out. So they, uh, they said, well, tell us where you're going to be. And, um, you know, I was up at the Artemis tent, so they were able to find me pretty easy when they got the guy there. And I said, Joey, Connie, come with me just to have that voice of reason with me so that I don't get in a fight while I'm down there. Cause that's the last thing I want to do is get in a fight and get kicked out and ask and not come back because I'm trying to do the right thing. Um, get down there and within, I mean, Joey half a second. I was like, that's him. Like we yeah, weren't even, we weren't even all. there yet. And, uh, and he was drunk. And he was telling me sorry and that he didn't mean it. And I said, you know what? I'm not the guy to say sorry to, it's Pam. And, you know, and he said, well, I didn't mean to, it was an accident. And I said, you don't make rooster tails like that for that long and it'd be an accident. So I don't believe you. And, uh, and, you know, they were like, well, he owns a business. And I said, well, then he knows better. So I don't know how that was an argument. Everybody, him and the two women behind him were drunk, and then it was funny because then Connie starts getting lippy. <laughs> oh man! So yeah. So Joey kind of had said, you know, I think Michael's got it. Let's uh, let's just like let's just stop. And uh, so it was funny. I was yelled at for wanting to go start a fight, and then Connie's the one like, oh, uh-uh, no, no, no. You know, it was so funny. So love Connie to Death, and I love that she's a spitfire. So that was kind of fun. Um, yeah, we also
0: wanted to let him know that it wasn't it was not rendezvous people.
2: Yeah, it was not any of the rendezvous people because she, whenever I first went down there before they went and got the guy, she goes, well, you know, I'll have to let Randy know. And if that's the case, then, you know, this event might not, might not happen again. And I was like, wait a minute.
3: I call bullshit the reasons, on that.
2: It's one of the reasons. Yeah, they make too much money. It was one of the reasons why I wanted to come down here was to tell you and uh, point out who it is so that you guys knew. That it wasn't one of us, it was a side by side guy. And uh because you're right, Lee. If that's the case, then they will ask the side by side people not to come back next year.
3: Yeah, they, you know. they won't stop the rendezvous. That's way, you know, way too much cash.
2: It's I mean yeah, it was that's, that's a good event. The registered to stay for overnights was five hundred and seventy rigs. And then I think there was at least another seventy that were there for a day pass. Um, and that's not to count if anybody registered when they got there, because I think, I think there were a few people that might've done that simply because they didn't know if the rendezvous was going to happen because of COVID. Um, I usually sign up and pay early. I waited till probably a few weeks before the event until I registered and signed up. Um, So I know that I was close to that point, but um, yeah, I mean, they gotta, they gotta figure out a way to work the traffic situation as far as getting in to birds getting out of birds is easy it's getting in yeah and then what messes you up is that if you come from running a trail and you don't have to sign up what do you do you go down the you go down the exit road
3: that's exactly what i did yep you know what you gotta do
2: yeah and 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 you know that can cause all 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 kinds of problems well yeah because they didn't know if you'd Doing the right thing or not? Well,
3: I flashed my little, you know, your little sticker. Your little, yeah. Card or whatever they give you. But, yeah, it just, I think out of the whole thing, that was probably the biggest issue between that and the parking.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Lot, it was a good time. It was a good time hanging out with you. It was a, It was nice to sit and talk with you quite a bit. And he let Joey and I crawl up in his, uh, in his camper, which was joey that thing was cool
0: yeah
3: what, it's, what i want to uh, know is did laud gi- give the dog the rest of his treat because that dog was pissed off <laughs> oh man <laughs> i mean
0: he yeah. laud took he that, jerked that dog th- yeah that duck foot you know that out of know, that dog's mouth and that dog looked at him like he was his worst enemy i mean
3: he sat there and licked and snarled and just kind of like i'm fixing to bite your nutsack, dude if you don't give me that daggum duck foot bag.
2: Yeah, I brought, I brought a few treats um, to hand out, and, you know, Lod's dog obviously got a couple things. And uh, it was kind of fun, like whenever we did the, the, the drawing, whenever they were doing the raffle. I was the guy, if you don't know who I am, I was the guy walking around handing duck feet out to all the dogs. Um, while they were doing it so it was funny because it felt like children of the corn for a minute only it was dogs all staring at me like i was sitting there and i looked around and there was just down our aisle every dog that was tall enough to see over people or see you know to see me we're, we're just staring right at me it yeah was a little creepy it was a little scary but uh no, it was a good time. The dogs were all great. And, of course, you know, handing out the treats is what I do. And that was just, you know, it was just kind of a fun thing to do for these dogs. So, um, yeah, Joey, you feel the same way about the about the event? Is there anything that, that you'd like to see different or that you want to see that you didn't see um, this time?
0: Uh, there was there was some vendors there uh, that were there in the past that didn't come back this year that I was – really kind of hoping to see, I was hoping to see some, uh, uh, some more trailers. There didn't seem like there were a lot of trailers there that had been there before. Um, and I don't know if, you know, if the COVID had anything to do with that, I really wish the vendors would have showed up a little bit more than what they did. Um, because that's, that's really kind of the biggest deal there other than just walking through the where everybody's camped and seeing all their stuff i mean we had quite a few people come to our camp and and look at the opus and and uh look at the eye camper and stuff like that and and you know we were glad to show everything we had and we kind of did the same thing too Uh, i love how people bring their whole family there were kids running around everywhere a lot of dogs uh, running around it it would have been kind of cool if somebody had Taking pictures of of all the dogs and and posted on there the dogs of rendezvous, I think that would have been pretty cool. But um, but I think all in all, uh, it was it was a really good event. I mean, I I just go there to relax, have a good time, see people that I only get to see once a year, and uh, go to all the vendors and um it and it was everything that I hoped it was. Yeah. Uh, I I hoped it would be, so. You were
2: really hoping that Patriot campers were there again.
0: Man, I really wanted to see the X three. I was really kind of bummed that uh that they didn't show up with an X three or, or any of the Patriots. They're just not as uh, plentiful as the Turtlebacks and the other campers are. So uh, yeah, and when, I was you, really, when, you, when you get when you get to see one, it's it's a rare sighting.
2: So I was really surprised that uh TC trailers wasn't there. Um yeah. You know, uh, you know, and like you said, you know, maybe there was some other reason. Maybe COVID plays into that. Maybe not, but uh
0: it, it could have been. You know, I, and I, that's all I can think of. They didn't have enough time to plan ahead because, like you said, you waited pretty late to register, so they may have thought that it would have been canceled like everything else, and so they just didn't plan to come. So
2: yeah, and uh, then it was. But
0: other, other than that, I think uh, with it with it being the only event this year, other than more expo back in February. I think that played a big part in in people showing up because they were eager uh, to get out. They were eager to come to an event like this. They were eager to see the new and exciting products that people had come out with that they haven't been able to see. And it, and it, and people are sick and tired of being virtual. They wanted to put hands on, they wanted to be around everybody. And I think it was just an outstanding event. And, um, and I was, I was totally pleased from, from, uh, start to finish.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and we were missing, um, our booth because we were going to be sitting with, uh, open range trailers and, uh, Brad had some family emergency, um, you know, just heartbreaking and, uh, and he wasn't able to make it. And, uh, so our thoughts and prayers are out there for Brad and his family and, uh, wish, uh, wish healing and, you know, comfort and all that in this time. So, um, Definitely. missed him and, you know, that's kind of where we were going to be. And, and, uh, and, you know, we still had a good time, but, uh, man, it would have been a lot nicer if, uh, if, uh, we caught it, could have got to hang out with Brad and his wife. Cause they're, they're an amazing couple and they have an amazing product. Um, the trailers that they build and they were going to unveil the new, um, the new trailer that they've been working on and the grunt, Um, the grunt, and they were going to bring another, they're going to be bring a completed trailer from what I understand and a trailer that was in the process of being made. So you can see how easy, um, the 16 step process is that you can build these trailers at home. Um, if you decide to go that route. So, um, again, just, you know, our hearts go out to them and, and, uh, we hope, um, just, uh, you know, that, uh, they have comfort at this time. So, um, Other than that, you know, for me, I thought there was a lot of vans, a lot of vans, you know, there was a bunch of Mercedes, you know, there's sprinter vans and, uh, and I stayed away from them because, uh, I didn't want to have to, you know, buy one and not be able to afford it because I really... I, and that's and, and I don't know that I want a four wheel drive Mercedes van. Now, if, if I'm if I get rid of my rig and that's what I well that's what I have in my retirement age, then that's fine. My idea is to have a Sprinter van that's uh, a little more acidified that can pull my overland vehicle. That's kind of what I'm looking at for retirement. And I know that you're looking, Joey, at getting a nice trailer um, to pull. So we're kind of looking at things the same but different. Um, when it comes to how we're going to spend retirement and, uh, Lee's been retired for years, so we know yeah.
3: what he, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, what, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to live in here for too long.
2: Well, I, you can live in your house. Is what your wife said. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm talking about while I'm out on the, I mean, you know, yeah, the opus is great, but when I retire, I don't think I want to live in that opus.
2: No, yeah, hmm. I could see that. It was cool. They did have the Opus light and we've talked about the Opus light a lot. And there was one there and I, I think it's cool. Um, I think it was cool. It was. It's just the
0: right size for two people. It really is.
2: Well, it's the right size for two people and one or two little kids, not big kids, but little kids or yeah. five dogs. Yeah. Because the uh, the U-shaped couch, the horseshoe couch and table turns into a bed area. Um, but, yeah, like I said, maybe a couple smaller kids and five dogs could, could fit on it. But we know how that dog thing works. They all end up in your bed anyway. So yeah, the annex yeah. works
3: pretty nice. The new annex that they designed for yeah. that light. Yeah, that was pretty, neat. It had some well, and it was, lighting in there, too.
2: I talked to one of the sales rep, and he said the interesting thing about that one is that someone – over t- tighten the lug nuts which called the spindle to freeze up and uh and so it was supposed to be an event that that it really didn't make it to and you know they said the the guy driving it pulling it just totally screwed up no that I, I that part they didn't say but it was funny he did say that it was over tightened that caused i don't know how over tightening the lug nuts causes your spindle to weld itself together yeah you know
0: yeah so that's uh that I don't think those two parts coincide. Two separate
3: things. Uh, yeah.
2: Mechanically. So, uh, So and I, and obviously, he, liked to,
0: he liked to make me think he knew what he was talking
2: about. Yeah. And obviously I know the story on that. So I just, you know, I wasn't about to say anything. I just let him, let him talk. He actually, he, I, I, you know, I was surprised from some of the things that he was telling me and I say surprised, i really don't know the guy, but from, from some of the things that I've heard in the struggle of the opus is, uh, some of the salesmen just don't really know everything about him yet um and but he did seem like he knew quite a bit so I, he was really going over it pretty good with me and and I appreciated that because i mean it's something that if i had the money sitting around i would have put i would have put down a deposit on it um yeah. it's pretty cool it's, a it's really good,
3: yeah it's the a price really point looking, is right. it's a really good looking trailer too i mean just and you know,
2: what's weird is that it's different than yours cuz the fridge is in the back yeah. part of it
3: yeah it's reversed a little bit
2: so it was kind of weird because yeah. I knew
3: yours. It only so. has a one bed. Yeah. You know, one battery. Uh, it doesn't have a roof rack.
2: In which I didn't know that. That that kind yeah. of, That's a killer for me. I yeah. think it needs you, to have a roof rack. If you
3: go up to the two, it has a roof rack. And uh,
2: Now, why, why do you think this one doesn't have a roof rack? It
3: was all about getting it the weight down. And, and really, I personally think it should be considered a weekender. That's just me um it should just be called a weekender instead of a light because i think it's just good for uh, you know uh one or two people for a weekend but it's all about the weight they want to get the weight down so that some of the smaller vehicles were able to tow it Supposedly,
2: do you feel that it's a weekender because of the one battery yeah I mean, is that no, one of the reasons no
3: furnace in it so there's no heat oh really yeah, Okay. there's no heat there's one battery um I, I think it's a pretty small water tank if i remember right so, I mean, there's a lot of pluses to it if you're looking for something to t- – I mean, supposedly they were trying to make this thing, from what I understand, um, compatible with pulling behind a little Subaru or gotcha. know, a, a smaller um, you know, vehicle or something that had a lower tow, tow rating. So I think it looks – I think it's very sharp looking, and uh, mm-hmm. everything functions. But probably get the two. Just because then you have two batteries, bigger tanks. You have the roof rack, you know, that kind of stuff. So um, just personal preference.
2: Now, obviously yeah. I didn't get to see where the battery was, but is there not space to add an extra battery yeah, to it?
3: There's just not enough space. I mean, they gotcha. They've really, they really, they really, I mean, it's really neat. It really is. I, for those that got to see it, I'm sure they really liked it.
2: Now I will tell you that I don't know that the heater's that big an issue because we had the little buddy heater going in your camper the first night because i did stay with you the first night because my cot wasn't there because joey hadn't made it um it works and that little buddy the little buddy heater keeps that thing like hot
3: yeah i mean we could have fired up the generator and turned on the heat pump but i had the buddy heater
2: No, you waited till everybody got there to do that
0: yeah i wasn't
2: even (laughs) gonna
3: do it then there and Connor was like do it and keith and becky were like yeah do it so i was like okay Everybody wanted
2: it. And then that in fact Connie was mad that you turned it off because she was like my sound machine was gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well then we had yeah. all the freaking side by sides all that. So the, yeah. the generator kind of grounded out the side by sides driving around.
2: We night. did we did camp in the loud side though.
0: Yeah, we did. We did. We
2: did. Because I did hear stories that when it became nine, nine thirty, there were people saying, You guys need to shut up. This is quiet side. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was quite so, sad, sure.
2: You know me, I uh, I'm not allowed over in the quiet side because I'm just naturally too loud. Yeah, we've noticed. Yeah, big loud yeah. Mike. Yeah, I've been called <laughs> that many times. Many times. In fact, one of my best friends that she calls me Big Loud Mike. That's that's kind of my name. So, um, I thought it anything was anything else. Biff? No, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, <laughs> all
3: right, let's call. Well, it right up. on
2: guys. We're at we're at 8 8:22, so uh we're kind of ready to wrap this thing up. We've gone over most everything I think you can think of for the the rendezvous. Again, just a really solid event. Um yes, getting there or getting into the event kind of sucks, but that's why you show up on Wednesday. Because then it's exactly. not an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, in the middle of the night. Or in the middle <laughs> of the night. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank you guys, you know, Lee and Joey, you guys make this show, um, what it is. I appreciate everything that you guys do. Thank you for, for always being there and coming on. Thank you for covering for me last week, whenever I unexpectedly just all of a sudden wasn't feeling good. And, uh, and I thank everybody out there listening, um, for, for hitting the play button to listen to us. And for those of you that were in the chat, I really appreciate it. Some great questions in there. Um, it's been fun to kind of watch over that chat. I'm going to take a couple minutes after we get done and, uh, look over the chat and see all the comments, um, real quick before, uh, and then we clean that off. We, we blank that out at a certain time. So, um, again, thank you everybody for, for coming on and, uh, we look forward to, uh, to next week. Um, do we have, do we have anybody nailed down for next week? I know that Lee had talked to a few people. Do we have anything on the books for next week or or are we open?
3: uh, I don't want to say because I I don't know for sure, but yes, we may have somebody. Um, Okay. Just have to wait and see, show back up and listen.
2: And I've got a bunch of fun interviews coming up um, that I'm excited for. And they're going to range all over the place um, because that's what we do at all over overland is go all over the place. And what we ask you guys, and hopefully what we inspire you to do, is to go all over. You guys have fun.
0: Man, I appreciate you sticking it out to the end. I know the audio wasn't great, but we really didn't have a great connection. But, you know, next time it'll be better. I say that, can't promise that, but we'll see. Uh, But later on this week, we're going to be airing our campfire stories around the campfire at Rendezvous, and it was so much fun. I really hope you join us for that. Hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.